Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So, ladies and gentlemen, Lisa Santiago McNeil is about to come on talking about how you have permission to be amazing. Oh my gosh, it's been granted, it's been dubbed, you are gifted. And it's not for me or Lisa to really give you that. It's yourself. But we're going to be diving into a powerful conversation of becoming your greatest possible self in just a second. Before that, I'm talking to you because you are being and becoming your greatest possible self. However, I can support you in doing that. Let's keep growing on the journey together, whether it's staying tuned to the 12-hour marathon to keep growing yourself, to keep discovering yourself, to stay tuned, connected to the resources, epic human beings who are coming on here to take the next steps, coaching, you know, whatever it is that you need. Take those next steps. I really encourage you to do that and say, hey, you have permission to take those next steps and you give yourself permission. Am I right or am I right? I am right. So let's dive in to the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Logics. Logics says, such passion in high energy. Chris provides such enthusiasm in all he does because it's who he is. His podcast is a great, great resource with fabulous guests, and I'm excited to have found this platform to learn as much as possible to expand my life on so many levels. Thanks, Chris. Thank you so much, Logics. I appreciate you. Thank you for uh, that review and letting us know what you love about the show, my energy, my passion. I love, I love being the embodiment of greatest possible self. It's a blast. Thanks for tuning in. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store, and you can find us like that. Thanks so much in advance for doing that. Next, I'm going to be reading Lisa's intro, and I'm going to bring her on, and we are going to rock your world for about the next 45 minutes or so. Before that, though, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because we are going to dive into a powerful conversation and definitely stick around all the way through till the end because one of these ideas has the power to change everything for you. Lisa Santiago McNeil has helped thousands to move from a place of victim to victorious. She teaches women to tap into their God-given talents and create high-earning businesses with them. She leverages publishing, podcasting, and video to bring awareness and celebrate those in the community healing others with their story. And we are blessed to have Lisa with us today. We are going to rock the house. Lisa, are you ready to bring the fire, the, the, the light, the love? Are you ready? Yeah, baby, we are fire. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Lisa. So, absolutely, absolutely, it's so powerful. We're going to dive into an incredible conversation in this hour. Before that, let's dive into serve with love. That's the theme of today, Lisa. What does serve with love mean to you? Serve with love, first of all, means it's about other persons, your abilities to help someone else to manifest what's inside of them. Mm. Mm. 
So often people go into business with only a self-serving agenda. And by understanding that you can do both, it really opens up to having purpose, passion, and profitability. Mm. And that's the trifecta. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Purpose, passion, and profitability. I'm digging it, Lisa. Tell us a little bit more about how you're serving your clients today and and how you're impacting their lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for me, my clients are typically heart-centered coaches and consultants, those that would give everything that they had to help somebody else. And they often do it without regard for how much they're receiving in exchange for money or, or any of those things. But what they find is that while they're making a tremendous amount of impact, they are not necessarily making enough income to sustain what they're doing. And I actually believe that so many of those people have the answer to the biggest things that are hurting our world, like people that are, like those coaches that are helping people with mindset shifting, those coaches that are helping people with heart shifting and Reiki and chakra work and all of those things, they're making tremendous impact, but because they cannot, because they haven't shifted themselves sometimes, I don't know if that's really the the answer, but because they haven't shifted, they're not getting the income. So working with them to show them how they can do both, how they can continue to give impact to the world in a way that God has uniquely equipped them and to earn the income that they want so that they can sustain themselves so that they can have perpetuity for their gift and so that they can also give freely to those that really can't afford them. Now, I do that through my coaching. I do that through publishing. I help them to create very, very profitable podcasts. And I show them how to use video and publishing to really push themselves to the forefront of the awareness of those that can afford to give them what they deserve. Mm, mm, so good. I love it. And I, I love how you're all about empowering others, helping them learn what their purpose and their passion is so that they can impact and serve other people with love. This is Gold, Lisa. I want to go back into your journey and talk about how did you become the coach's coach? How did you really get these abilities of publishing and uh, helping people grow their business, their their income, their profitability? Where did it all begin for you? So it, it all began for me, first of all, I believe that I'm the first bartender. I had to learn some things in order to survive. Mm. So I started out as a coach who, much like the coaches that I've served, had a lot of insight and um, ability to help those people that were trying to tap into what it is they wanted to do. I had a great ability or I have a great ability to see beyond what you have to sort of help you to identify not just, just the ingredients, but show you how to take those ingredients add the recipe to it and actually manifest what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. But much like the coaches and consultants that I help, I I was not charging. I wasn't charging enough. And I think there was a fear associated with that. And I also think that there was a limiting belief associated with it. Mm-hmm. I believe that there was part of me that was believing if this is a God-given gift, if this is a God-given talent, then I can't charge for it. God gave it mm-hmm. to me. So I gave it away and gave it away and gave it away freely, freely and freely until I reached the end of myself and had the opportunity to open up a tremendous nine uh, office suite, which then evolved into 12. I had lots of entrepreneurs coming in there, learning, building, growing. And then much like those that I now serve, we were I was not able to sustain it. I went broke. I went broke, broke. So broke that they closed the doors 
on my uh, on the Empowerment Center at the time, which was helping lots and lots of entrepreneurs to build and grow, but I wasn't charging them because I was doing it from my heart. I wanted to see them thrive. I wanted to do all of these things, but what I really did was let them down. Because at the end of the day, I had not taught them how to sustain themselves. I hadn't taught them how to do it on their own. And what I ultimately did was enable them to lean on me instead of learning how to do these things on their own. And I depleted everything that I had. So I couldn't even stand on my own too. And so from there is where publishing came. So I scraped together my last, I don't even know how little it was, but I scraped together to go visit a coach in Florida. I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I scraped together from everybody I know, all of my collection. Get me to Florida. I got to learn something because I obviously don't know something that we need. And if you send me, I will get the information and bring it back. Well, they only had enough to get me into the conference. No bus fare, no food, and no hotel. That's all we were raised. Somebody managed to find me a buddy pass, and I had determined within myself that I was going to go. And if I needed to be homeless in Florida for three days, people are homeless in New York in the winter. Hey, I could do it. So I went to Florida for these three days and sat at the feet of someone that was doing it big, 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 big. Got all of that information, insight from her, took copious notes, and was willing to sleep in the lobby of the hotel, hide in the corners, so that I could be there. I was willing to put forth that effort. And then I took that information. She gave a challenge from the stage. She said, everyone who publishes their book within the next two months, I will announce it on my stage and I will get you bestseller status and I will bring you up on this stage. Well, that was a challenge for me. I didn't have any more money left. I didn't even know how I was going to get home. Mm. I didn't know how to publish. I knew none of those things. But I took that challenge and I went home and I researched and researched and researched and researched and I learned how to publish my book. That was my first book. That was in 2015. I published Discovering Your Why, because that's what it was about. It was about why am I going through all this effort? I could find a husband, get comfortable, and stay at home. I could do any number of things at that time. But why was I dead set on helping people to change their lives when I was in the middle of failing at even changing my own, in my own mind? You know what I mean? Well, I decided that I was going to publish it. I figured it out. I'm talking about Google, YouTube, every Venmo, every video, every book, every download I could do. And I got it done in two months. Mm-hmm. And it went bestseller in 30 days. And guess what? Everybody was happy. They were excited. They were like, oh, Lisa, great book. How can I publish mine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so what does a clue look like, right? Yeah. Here we go. So I want to I want to recap um, from from the beginning your your journey and I know you just shared it but we're we're gonna start from um, you know serving with love. Let's go there because like that is is so important. So Lisa, what does serve with love mean for you? Well, serving with love means to help someone else to get their best out of them. It is so not about you. You get to bring to the table what you have and you use what you have to ignite what they have. A candle loses none of its brightness by lighting another. 
And I am telling you, that is what it's all about. Lisa, bring in the fire. I love it. Okay, so that is Serve With Love, and you're you're just a powerhouse in the world today, helping people with publishing, being the coach's coach. I want to go back into your journey. You were sharing some really, really powerful stuff right before this, so take us back. And I know you had a journey, but just take us there with you, Lisa. It's so powerful. Bring us back. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I'm telling you that I believe that I started my journey because much like many other people, you become who you wish you had, mm. right? You become who you wish you had. Now, who I was, was exactly the type of person who I'm serving now. I was full of heart, full of impact, full of love, serve, serve, serving with no regard to how I was going to sustain it. The mission was more important than the money. And I'm telling you that while that sounds like a noble way to live, it has to be married together with sustenance. Yes. It really has to be. So what happened to me was I was living my life serving, giving, serving, giving, serving, giving, and finally got to a place where I was all give out. I had opened up an empowerment center, which was a place where other entrepreneurs could come, build, grow, start, build, grow their businesses, come. They didn't have to worry about rent, overhead, anything. We were giving free coaching. We were just doing Oof. the whole thing. And then one day the landlord came and said, you got to go. <laughs> so so I, get, I see what you're doing. I value it. But what you're doing with me ain't working. <laughs> 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 That's exactly right. Love you. Mean it. But, you know, we got to pay bills around here. We got these yeah. things to do and all of this other stuff. And so with my tail between my legs and mm. sadness in my heart, yeah. like how I'm I'm begging God, like, God, I'm doing what I think you told me to do. And mm. he said, I gave you a talent. He said, your gifts are supposed to make room for you. And I said, well, I am making impact, but I ain't making no room. I can't even pay this rent over here. I don't know what to do. Obviously, I'm missing something. Mm. And if I believe that every joint supplier, which I do, I knew that there was another joint I needed to get connected to. Mm. I needed to get connected to the money joint. I needed mm. someone to help me understand how the money works, how, how you can give without, how you can give what you have without feeling like you're selling your soul, how you can really impact someone's life and expect an exchange of value without feeling like, oh my God, I am hurting them. I'm instead of helping them, I'm really helping. Helping them. Mm. So I got with all of the people who I have been serving and who I have been loving on and helping and changing their lives. And I said to them, listen, there's a woman in Florida that's giving a conference that I cannot afford. But I'm telling you, if you guys get me to that conference, I will take copious notes. I will learn and absorb everything that I can. And I will come back and I will teach what I know Boom. because that's who I am. And so they got enough money together for me to pay for this two something thousand dollar conference. But we couldn't get um, uh, they couldn't get me there and they couldn't put me up once I got there. And so I said, well, all right, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I managed to call somebody who had a buddy pass and they got me one way to Florida. I said, I'll figure out getting back later on from Charlotte <laughs> to Florida, but we're going to get there. They got me one way to Florida, and I had decided that I was going to take my purse with three packs of cookies in it, my dress that I was going to wash and put back on, and I'm going to carry this, and if I have to sleep in the hotel lobby, I will get there and get what I need because you got to be hungry. That's Les Brown, and that is one of my de facto mentors, but I'm going to tell you I was hungry. I was hungry because I was giving everything that I had, and I had nothing left. 
So I got there and she gave a conditional uh, uh, directive from the stage. She said, everybody in this room that publishes their book within the next 60 days, I will cross market it, cross promote it, and you will be on this stage. Mm. And she said that, and I said, I don't know how in the world I'm going to do this, but I am going to do this by any means necessary. Well, the people back home were rallying together to get me back home, and they ended up having to drive to Florida to drive me back. And I thank God for that. I will always thank God for them for that. And I hit the ground running, and I'm talking about 10, 12-hour YouTube marathons trying to learn writing, publishing, editing, formatting, all of these different things. And I met my deadline. Wow. When I met the deadline, she was so gracious to honor what she said she would do. And from that point, she took it and ran with it. My book went bestseller, and it was awesome. Discovering Your Why, A Journey to Wholeness is the book about how I got from that place where I felt like I was worthless and I was a throwaway and I was taking up space to finally realizing that I had a purpose and that God had a plan for me and that it wasn't just for me. It was necessary. It Mm. was necessary because someone else's life depended on me deciding to walk in my own amazingness. And so I was glad Mm. that people were so receptive of this book and this message. But what they were more interested in was, so how'd you write the book? (laughs) So how'd you do the book? And so what does a clue look like, right? (laughs) Yeah, if you you keep getting a nudge, if you keep hearing the same thing over and over again, you're like, I've heard this before. Uh, What's going on here? (laughs) Right. And so got to the place where I had to realize, you know what, this is what they want right now. They Mm. want to learn how to get their voice into the universe, which was perfectly fine. It was still aligned with my mission, but I just didn't realize the shift. I didn't realize that God was also giving me a product to go along with my service. Mm. And so having help, starting out very humbly, figuring it out, lots of Dufalaki looking books and cockamamie looking books. And <laughs> now finally learning the masterful formula of how it, how to create not just books, but workbooks and card systems, yeah. affirmations that we created into card systems because it's all about mindset. Amen, Lisa. If you don't get your head right, you could have all the assets in the world. You could have every single thing that you need, but if you don't get your head right, you will sit there and feel as if you have nothing Mm. and you won't accomplish anything. And that's why this particular broadcast is so important. And I'm so appreciative of you having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love how you took your, your pain of like not knowing who you were feeling like you didn't have any value given the store away. And you said, no, 
No, no more of that. I'm going to own my value. I'm going to help yeah. others. I'm going to, and I, I found when I teach others from the pain that I used to have, it really solidifies it even more in me. Yeah. So if we want to own our value, we teach others, Hey, how do you own your value? And that's, I think that really starts with the why it starts with the purpose. Exactly. Like if you can't, if you don't have something bigger to work for, then you're yeah. not going to own anything. You're just going to be adrift in the wind. But when you Absolutely. have something to work towards, you're going to own it and you're going to make progress on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that really is it. That's why it has to start with why. Yeah. And why has to make you cry. I mean, mm. it, it really has to make you cry. It has to be like, you know what, if this doesn't happen, life doesn't go on. Something doesn't happen. It has to be that important. It can't just be because I want to feel better. It can't just be because I want to look thinner. It can't just be because I want my kids to have a better life. It has to be so deep that that literally life depends upon it. And I'm telling you, when you tap into that, why mm. you find adrenaline better than any caffeine, yep. you find persistence and perseverance, mm. you find so much yummy, juicy deliciousness at the bottom of your why. Mm. And that is really what my purpose, my goal is to help enough people tap into their why and then become who they were intended to be. Yes. Come. Permission to be amazing granted. You said it perfectly. Permission to be amazing granted. It's not about me or Chris giving you permission. It is about you taking your God gifted permission and taking that thing and becoming everything that he created and intended you to be. Whether you believe God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, I don't care, universe. Those are all relationships that help people to understand what other people are talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about your personal mm. inner higher consciousness that nobody else needed to introduce you to because you knew them from the beginning. It might have been snuffed out or pushed down, but it's in you. And there is something about you that this world and everything that's wrong with it would shift closer to right if you just stood up in your power. Lisa, this is this is gold. I want to I want to get into what people can do to own their awesome, to own their amazingness. You know, it's great hearing these words come out of our mouths, and that's that's super important to surround yourself with people who dream bigger, who see the greatness in you, and and draw it out of you, and and remind you to be hungry. And Lisa, how how can they really do it on 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 in their world, wherever they're at right now? What can they start doing today? So first of all, you got to identify what that unique gifting is. Mm. And sometimes identifying the value in that unique gift is not easy and it's not easily done on your own. Mm. So often we have the ingredients staring us right in our face. We know that, oh, we can do this and this, this, but we minimize it because we don't see the value of it. Mm. And I often use the example of the, um, I often use the example of the, well, the story of the, the acorn, which is my not just for children's book, it's about a tiny little acorn that was crushed in the earth, that was pressed down, that was isolated, cold, wet, and always set apart and didn't understand why the beautiful pine cone was getting so much attention, why people were looking at them and they were using them to make ornaments. And they were doing so many beautiful things with these acorns. I mean, with the pine cones, but then the acorn finally heard from the mighty oak tree who said that the conditions that you are in are expressly designed to produce in you a mighty oak tree. 
So understanding that the conditions that you're in are not to harm you, they're to make you. They are to create you. And then once you identify what that is, you find out what problem you serve with your gift. Mm -hmm. And you go about designing your life around solving those problems for the world. Mm -hmm. Identifying places where you can solve the problem with your gift. I don't care if your gift is making the best cookies in the world. Let me tell you, some people's sadness is healed by a good cookie. (laughs) (laughs) You just get to find where your gifting is and apply it and then allow, I almost say ensure Mm. that people give you an exchange of value for your gifting. If your gifting is a problem solver, then you get to get an exchange of value for that. You got to tap into what you have and allow that thing to become everything that it was intended to be. Don't minimize it. Give yourself the freedom to believe that you were created for even greater than your first thought. Mm. Your first mm. thought is usually just the tip of the iceberg. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I see. I see you shuffling over there. What do you got over there? Like those affirmation so I, cards. I'm always <laughs> shuffling. I'm always shuffling. I keep my. Um, I keep these cards in my hand. Yes, they are the amazing mindfulness cards, and I created them probably about a month and a half ago because I was looking for a tool that I can use to set the intention for my day. Yeah. And for my clients to set the intention for their day. Mm. And then also for those little resets. So you ever just get in a mood and you don't know where that mood came from. Mm. And it's just funky. I don't know. Some commercial came on. Some news came on. I don't watch news. But, you know, just something (laughs) going on in the world happened that automatic that just set you little crooked. Well, I take out my cards and I shuffle them and then I just deal myself an amazing hand. So this card is, I am created in his image. Yes. That is reminding me that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm unique. But even more so, they're all declarations in the positive. Mm. And they're all declarations using the words, I am, Mm. I have, I will, I do, and I can. Because those are typically the places that we get hung up. I can't do this. I don't have enough. I won't get that. All of those, all of those are the words that we usually drift to the opposite. So by being able to remind yourself, like this card, this is one of my favorites, I can try again, Mm. then I get to say, oh yeah, that's right. And sometimes as simple as that, you get right back up there and get right back on. But by having them there for the reinforcement, my clients use them uh, also now because I started making them available for them to get. And what they do is they deal three cards every morning. And those three cards set the intention for their day. I can, I have, I will, I do, I do, I do. One guy, I don't have very many male clients. Most of them are women, but I have a couple of male clients. And he says he deals his cards. He reads them while he's shaving, and then he puts them in his breast pocket, Mm. the three, so that through the day, if I need to remind myself, oh, yeah, I can, I will, and I have. And you get to really be in control of your destiny. When you can control your mind, you can control your life. Mm. You can control everything. And I love the fire behind your head, Chris. Yes. It's so distracting. <laughs> it's so awesome. I absolutely love it. But of course, it's apropos as well, because Chris Burns, 
Burn baby. Burning it up. Burn baby. <laughs> and and hey, like the phoenix, you know, rising from the ashes. No That's matter right. what knocks you down in life, if you can look up, you can get up, right? You can Les get up. Brown, come on. Give come on. Give Les us Brown up. is the right. truth. That's right. And God gives us beauty for ashes. Mm. You know, he allows us to restore so many things. Everything that I do is based on what what I know God has already said about everything, yeah. right? So I don't have to worry about where, if I'm looking at a situation and it looks like it's destroyed, mm-hmm. it's completely destroyed. I can remember, like you said, even from the ashes, the Phoenix rises. Mm-hmm. I can look at any situation and I don't have to worry about what it looks like. I can decide what I want it to be because we are mm-hmm. co-creators with the universe. This is gold, Lisa. And I know you can do this in your own life and you are doing it. And that's yes. that's a beautiful gift. And you also are here to share that gift with others to remind them when they hit rock bottom, when they you know, are coming back, are building their way back, Absolutely. or they just haven't learned how to harness the power of their story and get that out to the universe universe, that's where you step in. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, absolutely. As a matter of fact, on tomorrow night, I'm hosting a webinar that's called Over 40, Tell Your Story. Because so many people have reached a certain age that they feel like they haven't done everything that they wanted to do in life. And sometimes they begin to feel like it's too late. And it is not too late. As a matter of fact, I didn't begin my journey of entrepreneurship until I was almost 45 years old. I'm about, I'm 51 and three quarters. (laughs) And I'm about to be a fabulous 52. And I'm telling you that life begins after 40. And when you can tap into the lessons that you've learned and realize how much value there was in those first 40 years Mm. that you learned that somebody coming up behind you in the world would pay to know how to get over, under, or around those situations quicker, faster, better than they could on their own. They are willing to read your story and they're willing to pay you money to help them to get out of their situation. Mm. When, when, when do you, when do when, like what, how can people create that shift of, Hey, I'm just telling my story and I'm adding value to others to, Hey, I'm telling my story. I know it makes a massive difference. So I deserve to get paid for it like what 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 does it take to take to create that shift you know sometimes what it takes to create that shift is to get broke enough Mm. when you get Mm. when you get desperate enough right when you get desperate enough as long as there's options people are going to take options i want to get to you before you get to bottom Mm. i want to get to you while you were in transition while you're saying oh i got something great about me and i just want to help the world with it but before you give away all that goodness for free i want you to understand that there is a way to help those that that can't afford it i i don't want to ever stop people from giving to people that can't afford it but we got to also remember that sometimes just sometimes People say they can't afford it, but they just haven't valued it enough mm. to be willing to pay for it. And Lisa, and- I'd, I'd go I'd go even further than that to say most of the time people say they can't afford it because they're just simply not being resourceful enough. They Absolutely. they they could create, you know, a thousand dollars practically overnight if they chose to, but they if, choose if they to, stay, had to if they had to, if they had to, if, boom. <laughs> if your, if your child needs a life changing operation, Man. 
You are $2,000 away from it, and it has to be done by tomorrow. You're going to burn that freaking phone up. You're going to make it happen. But you haven't gotten desperate enough to know that your destiny is worth you funding and financing to the same degree. It's about getting desperate. And then tapping into that low-hanging fruit, which is one of the first exercises that I give to any of my clients is what do you already have that you're not utilizing to the fullest potential. But I'm going to tell you the biggest way to finance your dreams with the most accountability was the thing that my first coach taught me. Mm. When I was trying to transition from employee to entrepreneur and began my journey to get my coaching certification, I still had a job. Had a little piece of money on the side, doing my thing. Went to take this coaching class. He takes me in the classroom. He takes me through the, through the whole session. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, yeah, okay, how much is it? How much is it? He's like, wait, wait, wait. We have to make sure that you're fit. We got to make sure that you know what you're doing and all of this. And I said, yep, sure. How much is it? He finally told me it's $1,200. And I'm thinking to myself in my mind, okay, $1,200. I don't have it liquid, but I can get $1,200. I want, you know, I want this class. I'm going to do it, right? Yeah. He says, but you can't pay a cent of it. And I'm like, what in the cockamamie-ishness is this, right? You can't pay a cent of it. He said, no. He said, if you are qualified for this class, then all the people who believe that you should be certified to do the thing that you are coming to me to get done should be willing to invest in you in such a way that you are able to afford to afford this. This training. Well, Chris, let me tell you, I was stubborn. I walked out of there. I said to myself, I ain't asking nobody about no daggone $1,200. I tell him whatever he needs to know, but I'm going to pay for this class and I'm going to do it myself, right? This was my first certification, my dream builder certification. And I left out of there. I get in my car, my cell phone rings. And my girlfriend who had introduced me to that coach or looked him up for me is the one that called me. So how did it go? How did it go? I said, it went great. I'm going to take the certification. I said, but girl, let me tell you what he said. She said, what? I said, he said that the that I can take his coaching certification, but I can't pay for it. He said that the people who believed in me should contribute to get this certification paid for. And then she blew me away. This is my cheapest girlfriend in my whole life. This is the girl who you couldn't squeeze 25 cents out of if your daughter was selling Krispy Kreme cookies. It is Miss Cheap. And she said to me, how much is it? And I get tingles right now as I'm telling the story. I said, it's $1,200. She said, come by and get this check for $250. Because you deserve this certification. You've been doing what you what you want to get certified to do since I knew you, and you need to do this professionally. And tears were rolling down my face. And I didn't believe that anybody believed in me that much to be willing to invest in me. And so I decided to make another phone call to somebody who I knew would bust my bubble. My big brother. I wanted my big brother to talk me down off this mountain, to tell me that this man just wanted my money. I wanted my big brother to tell me how stupid I was or being willing to spend some money on something that I've been doing already. And I called my big brother, Patrick, and I said, Pat, I said, I went to talk to this guy about the certification. I told him everything. And I said, but he said that he wouldn't take me on as a client if I paid for it myself. 
He said, I needed to have the people that believe. Oh, my God, I can't even believe it right now. I'm about to burst out crying. He said, I needed to get the people who believed in me to be willing to invest in my certification. And my brother says, sis, I don't have $1,200. He said, I don't have $300. He said, but I believe in you, and I'm going to send you a check for $300, and my overdraft will cover it. He said, but you cash it quickly, and you take that because the world needs what you have to offer. And if you don't have enough people in your life right now that can believe in you to the extent that they're willing to invest in you, then baby, you better get some new people in your life. When I got off the phone with my brother, now I have 500 and something, $60 or however much it is. I'm not for math unless it's bank dividends and the money in the bank. Anyway, his my phone rings again and it's my brother's pastor who I do not know. He calls me, he says, Miss Santiago. And I said, yes, sir. He said, do you have PayPal? I said, yes, sir. I still don't know him. I don't know why he's calling. All I know is PayPal only lets money in. It doesn't take money out if you give your ID. So I'm going to go ahead and give this man my ID. <laughs> <laughs> so I give him my PayPal ID and he says, I'm going to send you some money. And he said, and it is not a loan and you don't owe it back. He said, I said, thank you. And I said, why? He said, your brother just called me and told me about you. And your brother told me what type of person you are. And I have been praying to God for a financial blessing. And he said, God reminded me that fruit comes from seeds. Mm. And that when you're pray praying from for apple fruit, then you plant apple seeds. He said, I need a financial blessing. And this little seed I'm giving you needs to turn into a tree. So I'm planting it in good soil. And in three phone calls, I had all the money that I needed to take that class and to get that certification. But I had to be willing to open myself up to the universe to even get that. When I went back to the coach, here's the thing. This is, this is key. This is for every coach that's out there. This is key. When I went back to the coach, he said, I said to him, I'm ready. Here's the money. I'm ready for the class. He said, wait a minute, how did you get the money? I said, I got the money like you said, I got the money, everybody contributed to me for the money. And I said, when am I gonna start my training? When am I gonna start, I'm ready. He said, you already did. Yes. He said, if you had not been obedient enough to humble yourself and go about this journey to allow yourself to see how many people believe in your purpose and believe in your destiny, you could not have been a client for me. And I still use that example with my clients because I'm telling you, if somebody is not coachable, mm. then you can have all of the juju, all of the greatness, all of the knowledge, all of the wisdom and all of the anointing. You cannot get. How did how did he see in you that that was like your greatest challenge or that was the assignment <laughs> that would make the difference, you know? Honey, I have no idea, but that is a challenge because Lisa has been independent since she was two. I have been taking care of myself since I was two years old. I have been taking care of others since I was two years old. I have not been one that will rely on, need. I'll go hungry before I beg for anything. And so he tapped right into that spot that needed to be broken. Right into it. But that was his gift. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So you said you use this with your, your clients today. You use it as an inspirational story. Tell us more about like the coaching that you do with people. Cause I'm sure that's just the tip of the iceberg of how you empower and activate people to really you know, live their purpose and their message. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for me, it's about a five-step manifestation process. Okay. Five steps to manifestation because it has to start with reflection. Mm. Reflection. Where did you come from? What did you go through? What did you start with? Reflecting so that we can start to gather all of the stuff that we need to mine through. Some of it is trash. We'll throw it back. We'll throw it out. We don't have to deal with it. But some of it is gold that is hidden in your past experience. So the next step is evaluation. Now that we've reflected, and and in addition to reflecting on the experience, we also have to reflect on what you really want. So we need to have that tucked away. We're going to come back to that. So reflecting, then evaluating. The next step is evaluation. We evaluate all of those things and we see what goes where, what goes with what, what pieces and parts belong together. And again, what parts are not for this part of the journey? Mm. The next step is projection. Now is when things get fun. Now we get to put on our creativity. We get to get in our time machine. We get to fly all around in the time machine and see where we want to land in two years, in three years, in five years. We look at what this looks like and we begin to evaluate the projection against the reflection. What do we already have? Mm-hmm. And if that, what has value now? What still needs to be cultivated in order to get to this projected destination? Once we project, it's time for a specification and clarification. Mm. Specification, just as the Bible says, write the vision, make it plain. We got to get in there and say, is this first quarter, second quarter, third quarter? Is this in two years, five years? Yes. Is this in two years or five years, 10 years? How far Mm. down the line is it? And then clarification is really who and what we need to make this happen. Because I promise you, ain't nobody got all the parts. Mm. Nobody has all the parts. You're going to need somebody else. You're going to need some time. You're going to need some education. You're going to need some assistance in bringing all five of those, all those pieces together. And then once you have that, once you have your reflection, evaluation, your projection, your clarification, your specification and your clarification, now you've got a blueprint. Now you've got a blueprint. Now you sit down with a real life calendar, not just a dream, not just I hope one day. You know, not just wishing, but you've got concrete elements to walk up against. You've got something planned for this date. You've got something scheduled for that date. You've got things that you're moving to. And sometimes you just can't do that on your own. Mm. You can't do it on your own. It's, 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 you can't see the forest for the trees. You got, you're too close to some stuff. And so that's where the coach comes in, whether it's me or someone else, just looking at it from another perspective with the mindset that you will succeed. Mm, mm, I love it. Lisa, this is powerful. I want to talk about how people can take their next steps with you. How do they you know, continue their journey with you, have a conversation? Tell us a little bit more about that. So everything really takes place with a conversation. Yes. If they, it start, it's got to start there because we got to first figure out if we speak the same language, right? If you can take this journey with me from the technical and the practical, along with the fairies in the spirit, because I kind of go both places. I've got very, very creative energy and I've got very, very tactical and technical energy. So we got to make sure that those both marry together. They can connect with me at IamLisaSantiago.com. 
on there. All of my tools, all of my books are there. And there's a button where they can schedule a 15, 20 minute consultation with me so that we can just see, make sure I'm a fit, yeah, right? I, I, I do what I do, but I don't do everything. Mm. I work on people who have stories of overcoming. I, I publish only books that are overcoming self-help, personal development, and children's books. I focus on the positive ele elements of overcoming and getting through and helping people to understand that where you are is the catalyst for where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But it all starts with the phone call. If they go to IamLisaSantiago.com, they can schedule it directly there. Uh, they can reach me on all the social media handles. If they want to just hang out with me and my husband, they can watch us on the Empowerment Duo page. We're both coaches, but we're also real regular people. So every day at 9 a.m., we get we get our mornings going together with our audience and we just have fun. And so mm. it's about having a balance of your purpose and your life and being able to lead someone to their greatest, true and authentic self. I am honored to be here with you, Chris, and the fire is hot, mm -hmm. and I'm just thankful for the opportunity to be one of the coaches on the journey. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. I super appreciate you. Everyone who's tuning in right now, have a conversation with Lisa. Ignite possibilities, your purpose, your destiny, your future, what is possible. Bring that into existence. Manifest it. I love it. Reflection. Evaluate. Projection. Specification. Clarification. If you're missing any of those pieces, Lisa is your woman. Go to IamLisaSantiago.com. Have a conversation. See what possibilities you can ignite. Lisa, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you. We'll see you soon, okay? All right. Take care. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>